Hey now, welcome to episode numero dos, episode number two of Beyond the Curtain. I am your host, K-Dog, the Phenomenal K-Dog. You can follow me on Twitter at the Phenomenal K-Dog. I do have a Facebook, first and last name, Cody Montanaro. Get our podcast page on Twitter and Facebook finally up. Give you guys those real quick. You can follow us on Facebook. Like us at Beyond the Curtain Podcast. Twitter, got one of those set up as well. Things take time, I tell you. It's crazy how that works. You can follow us at Beyond the Curtain. B-E-Y-N as in Nancy. D as in dog. The Curtain. There is no O in Beyond. So, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Podcast will be up there. Daily content is up there as well regarding outlandish things. Opinions, thoughts, all that good stuff. Hey guys, I want to apologize for the delay in episode one and episode two. For whatever reason, it took forever for episode one to get up on Spotify. And I want to make sure that I had all these with this app, Anchor. It gives you a platform to where it shares the podcast on a bunch of different platforms. Um, to believe Google stores on it, Apple, um, Spotify, like I said, all sorts of different podcasting sites and, and media sites that I've never heard of before. So um, for any of you guys that, that uh, use Google or uh, Apple or Spotify, our podcast is finally on there. Beyond the Curtain Wrestling Podcast is finally up and running. So guys, check us out, please. Like us, share the content, give me your feedback. Without your feedback, what am I? Just a chump. Tell me what you like, what you don't like, what you like to hear, what you wouldn't like to hear. So, anyways, guys, sit back, relax, put this podcast on blast as it is Beyond the Wrestling Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about 205 Live. Why is 205 Live, in my opinion, one of the better brands? wrestling wise in the world a controversial reason as to why I think 205 Live should be on network television bunch of different things I've also got the review of last week's 205 Live go home to Survivor Series if you will got all that an interesting opening monologue Regarding a, uh, a sensitive topic that happened this past Monday on Raw. As you guys know, I'm boycotting Raw. have not watched Raw for three weeks. But you see all these things on social media. You read the spoilers. You read the uh, results of the show. All sorts of stuff. And I have an interesting viewpoint regarding Dean Ambrose's promo in just a moment. So you guys sit back, relax. Enjoy a beer or two beers. Enjoy a hot dog, a hamburger. Put the podcast on blast. Kick your feet up and relax. This is Beyond the Wrestling. Beyond the Wrestling. You see that? You can't even do an opening monologue without messing up. Messing up. 
It's 10.30 at night. I'm tired. <laughs> Sit back, relax, enjoy a cold one, guys. Whether it's a soda, beer, or a hot cocoa or some coffee. However you guys are enjoying your day, evening, afternoon. Sit back, relax, put this podcast on blast, and enjoy Beyond the Curtain Wrestling Podcast. All right, guys, before I get into 205 Live, why I think it's a better brand under the WWE umbrella and wrestling as general, let me first get something off my chest. Regarding a promo that one Dean Ambrose did this past Monday on the November 19th edition of Monday Night Raw. So... I like I said, I've been boycotting Raw after since after since after Crown Jewel. So I haven't seen a full Raw, even a second of Raw since then. But I've heard the audio and I've read the results of Raw. Uh, it seemed like a Teddy Long edition with all these tag matches and some of these people getting destroyed. Whatever. Dean Ambrose made a comment regarding the destruction of the Shield and that people are going to get what they deserve. And I mentioned something about Roman Reigns having to answer to the man upstairs for what he did to the Shield. And you had to understand that, guys, eventually this was going to be put into a storyline. Whether it was Roman himself, whether it was Seth or Dean, somehow this was going to get involved into a promo. Or into a storyline. I have no problem with what Dean Ambrose said. Pro wrestling is meant to be this edgy entertainment they're fighting in a ring. They're beating each other up, for goodness sake. And yet you guys are going to get irritated for him making a nutty, direct comment of, well, Roman got leukemia because of what he did to the Shield. It was an innuendo, side-sweeping way of, of saying it. However, we had the Cade Vic storyline. We had Vince McMahon dying in a limousine. We had Nable, uh, excuse me, Sable... Uh, showing off her her tatas to the world. We've had Mae Young do her thing, whether it was exposing a crowd of her nudity, giving a pie face to Eric Bischoff on pay-per-view, birthing a hand, for Christ's sake, Triple H drugging Stephanie, marrying her, Steve Austin getting crucified onto a Undertaker symbol. So, I mean, just lists and lists of edgy things that WWE has done over the years. This is not one of them. Sure, may not have been the best timing because it's still so fresh in our minds. But it's still nothing compared to the at least the Katie Vick storyline, you know. So I think it's great for the feud. I won't know it because I'm not watching Raw, but it's glad to see Dean is really getting an edgy character based off of this, getting personal with Seth. So it's a good thing, in my opinion. Of course, not many people like to see it that way, but it is what it is, you know? So, anyways, guys. Off of that, we'll get on to the real good stuff here. So, let's get into the opening here of 205 Live. So, why are the Cruiserweights on Raw and 205 Live? That's my question. I know that Raw is supposedly the exclusive brand to the Cruiserweights. But, however, they tour with SmackDown Live. That's when the shows get taped. Right after SmackDown goes off the air uh, with the Mixed Match Challenge going on, it's got to be after the Mixed Match Challenge. Mixed Match Challenge. However, they're still touring with the SmackDown crew. 
So put them on SmackDown. Um, the branded leads. Don't put them on Raw. Showcase it more on the network. You know, uh, this is why I think uh, this is leading up into my final argument as to why 205 Live should be on network television over NXT. I'll get to that here in the end, but first, we're going to go over some recaps. We're going to go over some recaps for 205 Live. Last week's edition, the go-home show for Survivor Series. Give you the results of that. Give you what happened. My thoughts on it. The whole show. Stay tuned. We'll get to that in just a second. So, November 14th, 2018 edition of 205 Live. Sorry, with an opening monologue with the general manager of 205 Live and the manager of Authors of Pain, the Raw Tag Team Champions, Drake Maverick. Kind of giving us a review of what happened the week prior. Giving us a preview of some of Survivor Series with the Cruiserweight title match between Mustafa Ali and Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Um, giving us a rundown of what's going to be happening tonight with Cedric Alexander taking on Leo Rush. Give us a preview of the weigh-in that's going to be happening between Ali and Murphy. All that good stuff. So the show opens when we get our first match. And it's a tag team match. Mr. True Gulak and Gentleman Jack Gallagher versus Akira Tozawa and the Brian Kendrick. You know, throughout this match, it kind of felt a little off between Tozawa and Kendrick. I don't know. I just didn't think that their chemistry to team was not the greatest in the world. True Gulak and Gallagher, I think, have good chemistry. They feel more of a natural tag team. They feed off each other pretty good. They do some pretty good double team moves. Um, one thing's for sure, though, on the opposing side, Brian Kendrick can still go. And he's, I know he's still training wrestlers at his academy. This man is on TV for a reason. Still can go pretty well. And Tazawa almost feels like a fourth wheel. Almost like an outsider in this match. He's got great talent. Used to be a former Cruiserweight champion for like a week or two before he dropped it again. Um, he's great talent, but he's just kind of in the very, very back burner. Just kind of there. Um, however, Gulak and Gallagher, they went in a weird, nonchalant roll-up. It just, I don't know. I, Gulak needs to put more emphasis on that roll-up, I think it goes on Tozawa. Like, the shoulders are exposed. You're not putting much weight down to where it seems like it's very hard for the guy to get kicked out. You know, I look at those aspects of a match of, yeah, he could have gotten his shoulder up or foot was under the rope. Something like that that may seem small to me makes a lot of difference because it proves to me, ah, okay, yeah, he really put his effort into trying to win that match. Or, wow, Tozawa really didn't have much to get out of it. So, either way. Um... Gulak and Jack Gallagher get the win. I give this match rating a C. Had some decent chemistry to it from from Tozawa and Kendrick, but a lot better chemistry between Gulak and Gallagher. Match was overall a decent way to open up the show. Could have been worse. Next segment we go into, it's pre-recorded before the show. It was a Cruiserweight title Matchup weigh in. 
course, just a few days from this show, Survivor Series, 205 Live being represented. Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, General Manager Drake Maverick is overseeing this as well. Both competitors make the weight. I believe Buddy Murphy was at 204, and Ali was under 200, I believe. Uh, Murphy does talk some smack in this. Um, gets kind of personal, and of course we can't end a weigh-in, a contract segment without some sort of physical altercation. These two start in a shoving match. Get broken up. That's how that segment ends. Following that, we get into an interview with the Cruiserweight champion, Buddy Murphy. Murphy says that this match is about his championship, his title. He'll go to hell and back to keep it. Uh, He almost feels bad for Ali because... His hard work is going to crumble. He's going to crumble under this. And his hard work to get back into the crazy title, cruiserweight title picture is going to be all for naught, basically. Not a bad um, promo at all. Pretty good way to build up from the champ side, giving his feedback and his thoughts into the upcoming title match this Sunday. After that, we get into match number two of the card. Lucha House Party. Team of Calisto and Lince Dorado versus Mike uh, Karma and Craig Kieserman. Two indie guys, two uh, just, you know, no-name guys brought in to basically get uh, the Lucha House Party over. Uh... Dorado had a great stiff super kick in this match. Um, of course, you can hear it, but boy, you could you could see it, and it connected pretty well. Uh, squash match, which is weird to see two small cruiserweights win over two decent-sized dudes. Um, Lucha House Party does win. Side note, it is great to see a shooting star press being used to finisher. Lince Dorado hits the shooting star press to win the match for the Lucha House Party. It's great to see that move back and being used in a good way. And uh, like I said, it's great to see that. I remember growing up watching WCW and seeing these cruiserweights. And that's first really what I, I, I used. I first fell in love with the wrestler Sting. That's been my favorite wrestler ever since I was basically a kid. But I was scared of The Undertaker. And this was right during the middle of the Monday Night Wars where Sting transitioned to the Crow gimmick. Taker was his dark, scared persona. So I don't know why I was scared of Taker, but not Sting. Whatever. Um, but from a pure product standpoint, I fell in love with the cruiserweights because, of course, they could fly around and that appeals to a little kid. Um... That's when I saw Billy Kidman perfect the shooting star press. So, it's been a while since I've seen one of those end a match, but good to see it. Um, and I gave this match a D minus squash match. Not much excitement here. It's just a couple little kicks, flips, and match over. So, um, after the match, however. Maria Canellas gets on the screen, cuts a promo saying there is unfinished business between the Lucha House Party 
and her husband, Mark, uh, excuse me, Mike Canellas and TJP says she'll see them next week, which is as of this recording tomorrow, Wednesday, November the 21st. Interesting how that will go. We'll see what happens there. And of course, Mike, you guys will get my take on that as well. In the next podcast, we'll be reviewing 205 Live. And I may also give my NXT thoughts as they got out of TakeOver War Games. Fantastic show, by the way. You guys have the WWE Network. It's, it's a great watch. You got to see that. Phenomenal event, as always. Um, next week which is tomorrow night as of this recording. TJP will face Grand Matalik. Grand Matalik, of course, being the third member of the Lucha House Party. So that will be a match that will be on uh, this week's edition of 205 Live. Backstage, we got a Cedric Alexander promo saying how legacy starts with hard work. And his hard work, which with 205 Live, says the age of Alexander continues tonight when he faces Leo Rush. And we jump right into match number three on the card. Leo Rush versus Cedric Alexander. This is actually the uh, main event for 205 Live. Um, these two just are phenomenal athletes. Now, I'm always going to cheer for Cedric being a hometown boy. I live here close to Charlotte. Cedric's from Charlotte. Can't help but cheer for the guy. Uh, seen some of his matches in PWX. Phenomenal talent. Um, Leo Rush, of course, is no pushover either. Phenomenal talent as well. Super athletic and just a super freakish um, athleticism to him. That just um, it's, it's really unbear- uh, um, unbelievable with what he does in the ring. Of course, these two have great athleticism between the two. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, Cedric Alexander drop kick Leo square in the jaw. It seemed like um, it was just a great stiff, just super. Drop kick from the uh, a super drop kick, but a standing drop kick. Uh, you know, I, I I can never, I can never, not cheer for a guy that has a great drop kick. Cedric's got one. Um, AJ Styles has got one. Some of these guys have great drop kicks. I don't know why, but drop kicks are cool to me. Anyways, these two have got great counters between each other. Back and forth action. Really, really good match. Really fantastic. False finishes everywhere. But they were perfectly timed. They weren't forced. They were pretty natural. They came pretty natural. Uh, in the end, um, Cedric puts away Leo Rush. And that uh, means that Leo Rush is no longer undefeated on 205 Live. Suffers his first defeat at the hands of Cedric Alexander. I give this match rating a B plus. You know, of course, it wasn't perfect. I wish you guys had a little more time to go, but boy, oh boy, it was a thing of a beauty. I will say that much. Um, wish these guys would get a few more minutes, showcase their talents. I would like to see another Leo Rush Cedric Alexander match. That's for sure. To end the show, a backstage promo for the challenger for the cruiserweight championship at Survivor Series. Mustafa Ali says that Survivor Series, he will go to hell to win the title. Comes down to speed versus strength and anger versus heart. And the juggernaut known as Buddy Murphy cannot stop the unstoppable, which is Mustafa Ali. Pretty decent 
promo. Um, I just don't like the way that it ended the show. It was a weird way to end the show with a pre-recorded promo. Nothing much in the ring. No physicality. No match then and night on. Um, no run-ins. It was interesting, but um, I'm not a big fan of promos being pre-recorded and backstage being a, a way to end the show. But it is what it is. So, but overall, not a bad show for 205 Live out of a A through F grade. I give it a C plus minus that uh, middle match of the squash match and the opening match, which just didn't have much uh, fluidity, fluidity, if that's even a word, flowing through it. Um, Cedric's and Leo Rush's match was fantastic. Um, some of the promos tonight were pretty good. So I get the show overall. A C plus. Tell me what you guys thought about last week's episode. Of course, with this new um, episode coming out on Wednesday, guys, check that out on the network as well. Um, let me know what you guys think about that. Let me know if there's something else. If there's a way you think I could entice the review of Two Five Live, um, and also give me your guys' thoughts. If you want to grade it A to F, numerical number one through ten, however you think the show went, let me know for sure. Guys, I will step aside for just a second. But the uh, before we do, I want to talk about the Ali versus Murphy match at Survivor Series. The fact that this uh, match was not on the pre-show blew my mind, but it was so awesome to see that that these guys got put on the main card. Wasn't the first match, but these guys had. Match of the night. Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. IC champion versus US champion. That was a pretty close second. But Mustafa and Buddy Murphy stole the show like usual as Survivor Series. 205 Live stole the show. Um, Buddy Murphy retained his title at Survivor Series, but it was a fantastic match. Um, these guys had the best match on 205 Live a few months ago. Um, of course, I wish they got a little bit more time here and got to do a little bit of what they did on 205 Live, but just an amazing match. Really amazing match. The physicality and athleticism between Buddy Murphy mixed with the speed and athleticism and determination from Mustafa Ali created some fantastic spots. Um, one of them being a Spanish fly off the announce table. That was pretty sick. Um, but in the end, Buddy Murphy did take home and retained the Cruiserweight Championship. So we will see here on this edition of 205 Live coming out on Wednesday, the 21st, tomorrow, as of this recording. What will happen? <clears throat> excuse me. What will happen to Mustafa Ali? Who's going to be the new challenger for the Cruiserweight Championship since WWE is no longer using the number one contender word or phrase? Who's going to be the next challenger in line? It's the next challenger going to be a two uh, TLC next month. It's going to be on a nearby edition of 205 Live. We'll have to wait and see. Tomorrow should be a cool episode. Hopefully we can see both Ali and Murphy appear. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing these guys wrestle again, but up to the general manager, up to the writers, see what we got. So um, that's my take on that, on the matches on 205 Live this past week. And as well as Survivor Series. So, guys, I will give my take on our controversial topic. Our mildly hot topic of the night. Why I believe 205 Live should deserve to be on network television over NXT. You guys won't want to miss this. I can't wait to hear your reactions. Give me just a second. We'll get into this, guys. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen. Time for K-Dog's mildly hot topic of the night. Here on Beyond the Curtain Wrestling Podcast, episode number two. Hopefully, guys, I'll have episode number three right around the corner for Thanksgiving. Maybe Friday. Probably Friday. But I know for sure it will not be almost six days after the first recording. Um, but Spotify and now having the um, profile created and the follow wing created. All the pages are up. All these different social media platforms up. And as well as these media platforms that this podcast is being uh, imported onto. Now that the profiles are created, it should be pretty nice and smooth for these episodes to now be on these. So, I think it's time for, um, once again, to plug our social media pages beyond the Curtain Podcast on Facebook. And on Twitter, you can follow us at Beyond the Curtain. And in the word beyond, there is no O in between the Y and the N. Beyond the Curtain with no O. Follow us on there. Podcast will be available on Facebook and as well as Twitter. Spotify, it's on there. Google, it's on there. And Apple as well. A bunch of these other media platforms that I'm going to write down. Definitely give you guys a different one. So if you guys happen to be listening to or have an app or have an account with any of these other ones, I'll make sure to let you know. It's that way I can tell you which one is on so you guys can listen to us just about anywhere. All right. Mildly hot topic of the night. Why I believe 205 Live should be on network television over NXT. Let me just go on the record and say that I'll be covering NXT in these podcasts. Some of these episodes will be dedicated to NXT. So I have no problem with NXT. NXT is not the problem. NXT is a phenomenal brand. Features great talent. Features up-and-coming guides and features developed indie stars and just makes them into better stars and bigger stars. Triple H has taken over. I believe Triple H is also over uh, 205 Live to a certain extent. So, the product is great. Promos are great. The character building is great. The events are great. Everything about NXT is very good. So, I'm not knocking on NXT. So, for those of you that are NXT fans, diehard fans, take a chill pill. Put your foot off the gas, as a state trooper told me once when I got pulled over into a 2002 Mustang back in February. Didn't get a ticket, though, so thank you, Mr. Uh, Sheriff. Anyways, so here's my breakdown of this. 205 Live, it needs to be taped before Survivor Series. Or Survivor Series. I'm on Survivor Series still because of craziness that happened there. 205 Live should be taped before SmackDown Live. Um, or if they're going to continue with this mixed match challenge every couple months, they need to move that to Raw. There's too much for that SmackDown crowd to endure doing basically three shows. You're doing SmackDown Live. You're also getting 205 Live. And you're also getting the Mixed Match Challenge. That's technically three shows on three different platforms. SmackDown, of course, being right now in USA. The Mixed Match Challenge is on Facebook Watch. And 205 Live is on the network. It's three different platforms. I don't believe the crowd should be enduring that. Having to 
basically cheer for three different things and you're basically getting sucked out each and every time a new show starts. Even if Mixed Match Challenge is a 20-minute show, a 10-minute show, a 15-minute show, if you're featuring some pretty high talent, the crowd's going to be into that match. And it's basically a tournament. Whereas 205 Live, it's a standardized show. Unless there's a tournament going on and some people are into it, you're not going to have the same type of crowd reaction as you would as a crowd before the show starts, where it's nice, it's fresh, it's hot, and we know for sure they'll stay hot for SmackDown. Um, these guys have great talent on 205 Live. You know, I almost the whole entire roster is phenomenal. Of course, that's Cedric Alexander, Leo Rush, Hideo Itami is phenomenal. Akira Tozawa is great. Gallagher is great. Kendrick is still a main stable into there. Buddy Murphy is fantastic as champion. Usaf Ali is great as a person. There's so many good talent on this show that it features great wrestling. So I don't think the crowd would not be hot because we're featuring great wrestling. So it's a great tune-up to get them ready for, for SmackDown Live. And I get that. SmackDown's at an 8 o'clock show. You can't do a 7 o'clock taping for 205 Live. It's very early. Do a 7.15. You could do a 7.30 and do a 30-minute taping or like a 27-28 minute taping. Do some backstage promos. Do some interviews. Maybe shorten 205 Live a little bit. But in the end, I do believe that this needs to be something that's a change. Because if you're going to keep all three of those things, SmackDown Live, the Mixed Match Challenge, and 205 Live all on the same night, that crowd is going to be so dead. And that's why some people leave, because it's either just so mentally taxing having to go through that. If you sort and raw to two hours, and then put the Mixed Match Challenge afterwards, or just put the Mixed Match Challenge directly after Raw, the crowd can endure that. So, we'll see. Um, so move 205 Live to FS1 give it a new broadcast station first time on network television that could make for better ratings and notice more advertising especially with now Smackdown going to Fox in October of 2019 great opportunity move a new program over there as well give it a package deal get 205 Live over to FS1 um, more advertisements would be showing up on the Fox stations, the Fox Sports app. There's plenty of opportunities that you guys could do to put on this thing on. Um, now, why would we not put NXT on network television, but put 205 Live on network television? I'll tell you why. So as of right now, with the original programming that's on WWE Network, NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live. Not including the pay-per-views. Not including, I guess you can include the, uh, the Chronicles, the photo shoots, the, the 24, the 365. Those things. NXT is by far and away the best product on the WWE Network. The best original program on the network. 205 Live simply can't compete with NXT. I like the idea that they put NX, uh, they put 205 Live an hour before NXT on Wednesdays, where NXT is uh, at 8, and 205 Live is at 7. It's a good idea. Gets people ready to watch NXT. 
However, if you keep 205 Live at fresh start, with the TV coverage, you get more ads, you get probably better compelling storylines because now you're not catering to the network audience, you're catering to a worldwide audience. You're catering to the executives at Fox who want SmackDown to be more of a sports-themed programming in general when it becomes on or basically goes to Fox in 2019. Um, so you can't compete with NXT. You want to put your best programming on the service that it's, people are going to pay for to watch it. I would pay the $9.99 just to watch NXT. Absolutely, I would. If the price tier goes up, different story, but now you have NXT UK. NXT UK and 205 Live by far and away are worth the $9.99 right now on the network. Plus, you get the pay-per-views. You're getting the pay-per-views once a month. NXT UK every week. NXT every week. Right? No original programming. And the video library, it's well worth even $13.99. So, to me, 205 Live while it adds better dynamic to the product and it adds better lineup and original programming for the network, simply can't compete with it. I don't know how they factor in the ratings for 205 Live, NXT, and how this other stuff, but I guarantee you 205 Live is probably not even close to NXT. So give it a fresh start. Keep your best programming on the network so people say, ah, NXT is on the network. I want to watch that. Because if you keep 205 Live on the network and put NXT on broadcast television, a lot of people are going to go to broadcast television to watch NXT. Not many people are going to watch 205 Live. It's a risk I'd be willing to take. Vince has got enough money in his pockets, especially from the Australia show and the Saudi Arabia show, that he doesn't have to really worry about losing that much money. And if the product fails within eh, eight months, it fails. Put it back on the network. Or kill the brand as it is and figure out what to do with these guys. It's a great idea to keep these cruiserweights at the different brands so they get exposed and that way they can fight for a championship so that way they can showcase their talents. I applaud that. But we got to get them better exposure. Get them a little bit more ads on the network. If you're going to put them on network television, Fox has got three different channels. Four different channels. I mean, I don't know. Fox, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2. Not counting the news ones. So they got three different ways they can broadcast that. Um, I don't know what the app dynamic is like, number-wise. Um, I mean, I guess you could look it up in a way, um, which I you know, I can do right here. So let's take a look and see, just out of curiosity. Um, not really sure. Here we go. So... Uh, da, 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 da. Let's take a look. So 10 million downloads. 10 million plus downloads for WWE, the app for WWE. 10 plus million downloads. Now, if we take a look at Fox Sports, as a in general, Fox Sports. 5 million plus downloads. The Fox Sports Go app has 5 plus million downloads. So you're looking at that right around the same amount of downloads as WWE Network does or the WWE app does I should say so with that being the way it is you're gaining the same audience but a lot more people have Fox I'm not saying you should put it on Fox if it fits into the prime time or even their you know Saturday morning or Saturday night probably not Saturday night during the college football season but in, during baseball season 
in NASCAR season. <laughs> um, weekday primetime or even FS1 primetime on a weekday. I just feel like more people would watch it. You get no exposure. The biggest thing to me is exposure. The advertisement revenue that it would be coming in. The advertisement that Fox would be doing on three of their biggest uh, network platforms. Fox Sports, Fox in general. FS1, FS2. Put that show on FS1. I feel like it would do well. I feel like more people would want to watch it. Last point I make is should 205 Live get more than one title? Yes. You have too many superstars on this roster to be competing with for one championship. Problem is, what do you name it? What can it be called? So far, I've only come up with one. <laughs> it should be just the Cruiserweight Tag Team Championships. Something else for the roster to fight for. It gives me better, compelling storylines. Because besides the, some of the feuds you have, you just have kind of throw in together matches and you have your main feud for the tie for the Cruiserweight Championship. If you give me something else that these guys want to fight for, something else that you can build a feuds, build rivalries with, Tag Team is a great way to go. I don't know if you could do a cruiserweight hardcore or cruiserweight international champion. I uh, intercontinental. I have no idea. I don't think that would work at all. But at least I know that the tag team division could work, especially with enough talents on that roster: Lucha House Party, Gulak, and Gallagher. If you want to make Tazira, Akira Tazawa, and Deep Ryan Kendrick a thing, you can do that. Um, you can give these guys a chance to fight for something else, get more exposure on TV, create better compelling storylines. That'd be a great way to introduce that next year if they happen to go to network television. That's a great way to introduce it. Hey guys, we have a fresh, exciting new tournament going on. It's for the Cruiserweight Tag Team Championships. I know I had a short-lived run in WCW that was because WCW was dying as it was. And it was on its last leg. And it was unfortunate that they brought out those titles way too late but I believe if you give the cruiserweights a different title belt to go after then these guys will provide even better quality matches it'll give them fresh storylines something to sink our teeth into besides just having the one main title um it just creates better television I think so this is what I believe that 205 Live deserves and should be on our television over NXT like I said guys I'm not knocking NXT at all NXT is a fan, fantastic program, but you want to put your mainstay program on the network so people will buy it. Simple. So that's why I think, guys, I would love to hear your comments on this topic and on this episode in general. What you guys thought of this episode, what you guys thought of the mildly hot topic. If you think there's a better name that I could use for my controversial topic of the week, let me know. Put a comment in there. Um, you can tag me or add me on my personal Facebook page. Tell me in there. Message us. Follow us on Twitter. Message us. DM us on Twitter. Either way, guys, your feedback is important to us. Important to me. So uh, give me any kind of feedback you may have. Like this podcast. It's going to go up on Facebook and Twitter. It's going to go up on all these media platforms as well. Social, uh, or excuse me, Spotify, Google, Apple, all this stuff. And like I said, next week, I'll make sure to write down all these media platforms that you can listen to your favorite podcasts on to make sure that our podcast is on here so you guys never miss an episode. So it's always on there. So with that being said, like us on Facebook, Beyond the Curtain Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Beyond, without an O, Beyond the Curtain, at Beyond the Curtain. 
Once again, my name is K-Dog. I appreciate you guys tuning in to episode number two of Beyond the Curtain Wrestling. 205 Live Review and Controversial Topic. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, afternoon, evening. We'll see you guys in episode three. Should be up by Friday at the very latest. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, night, evening. Take care. Hope you guys have finished your cold ones. Enjoy your snack if you had one. More importantly, guys, take it easy. We'll see you again in episode number three.